And welcome back to Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. It's our Christmas wish list show. I have my family here in the studio with me, and I am actually sitting in a guest mic spot. My oldest son, Jay, is in control. He's running the show. He's running the board right now. You're doing really good, son. How's my levels? Am I doing good here? Yep, it's fine. All right, so I have Jay and I have Tay in the studio with me, along with my mom and my wife as well. But, boys, I have some questions for you. Who has it harder during the Christmas holiday season, kids or parents? Definitely parents. And why do you say that? Well, they have to buy their kids all these gifts, and plus they have to decorate the house with all the Christmas decorations. Miles of holly. A lot of expenses, right? Yeah. Okay, and I remember when you guys used to love to help us with that kind of stuff. But you guys are teenagers and not so much anymore. I still help. You, you still help, but Tay, on the other hand, is not. I like to put on the Christmas music, just like Mom used to do, and mm-hmm. we decorate the house and stuff like that. And the last couple of years, you guys are into your video games. You help out a little and go to your video games. All right, guys, complete this sentence. The best way to spend a Saturday in December is doing what? Tay. Sleeping and relaxing. All right. A typical teenage answer. Jay, the best way to spend a Saturday in December is sleeping in. Unanimous sleeping in on a Saturday is the best way for you guys to spend a Saturday in December. Finish this sentence. Please don't make me read a book about blank. Percy Jackson. <laughs> That's very popular, but not for you. I don't like it. Honest answer. We like reading, but maybe not that book. Tay, don't make me read a book about blank. Nonfiction. Finally, this morning for you guys, what's your favorite dessert on the Christmas buffet? Probably the chocolate cake my mom makes every year. All right. There you go. Chocolate cake. I'm in agreement with that. Although I do like the uh, red velvet cake and the carrot cake and the coconut cake that she often makes. All right. Tay. Um, my mom's pound cakes. All right. Yes. That's sweet. And so for Thanksgiving... All we had to do is it was like more and more pound cake. Can I have some more cake? Can I have some more cake? Can I? Was it like that, babe? Yes, they went through the cake. Tay loved it. He ate most of the cake. I'm glad you guys saved me a piece. <laughs> you, we barely saved barely. you a piece. So again, it's our annual Christmas wish list show. Our dog got in on the act this year. Milo, our three and a half year old Yorkie Terrier mix, and my son Tay put bark for good on our Christmas wish list. On the phone with me now, we're joined by Lisa. Lisa is with Bark for Good. We're also joined by Emily Gear. She's the founder of Louie's Legacy Animal Rescue. Also joined by Justice Mercina. She's also with Louie's Legacy. It's our pleasure to welcome all three of you ladies to the show. Good morning. How are you? And Merry Christmas. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. All right, Lisa, Lisa. So let's start with you. Tell us what Bark, the company, is. What do you guys do? Bark, we consider it probably the world's most dog-centric company. Uh, We are devoted to making dogs happy with the best products, services, and content. Uh, The company was founded in 2012 with BarkBox, which is our sort of herald product, which is a monthly-themed subscription of toys and all-natural treats and some shoes. Since then, we've, I think, served around 3 million dogs. And because uh, we've been... Uh, working with so many dogs for such a long time, we've definitely gotten a lot of information and become definite experts when it comes to knowing what dogs really love. And so we started actually to develop our own toys as well uh, based on that knowledge. So, Lisa, you had Bark for Good. Explain to us what Bark for Good is and tell us about the work you do. 
So Bark for Good is the company's impact and advocacy arm, or in other terms, social good arm. We are experts who constantly work for dogs to be happy. And so part of my work is taking this expertise and this dedication and working in collaboration with over a thousand different partners in rescues and shelters, um, nonprofits, and educational organizations. Uh, we really focus on trying to make dogs happy through educating people about dog behavior and how to speak dog because the more that we understand each other, the happier uh, we can actually be. Okay. And so you do a lot of work with rescue shelters. Do we know the numbers nationally? How many dogs are in rescue shelters around the country? Do we know the numbers? The numbers vary depending on who you ask. I tend to go with Shelter Animal Count, which is a database that is trying to actually create like a big national database of all rescues and shelters and trying to get more uh, accurate data about animals entering shelters every year. Last year, they estimated around like five to 600,000 animals entered the shelter and rescue system in the United States, I believe. And so what are some of the factors that we find that lead most animals into shelters? There's a number of reasons, uh, depending on the community, depending on the dog. Uh, in general, it tends to be uh, overpopulation. So obviously, if there's a limited amount of space. Uh, and too many animals in that space, you're going to end up with animals in a shelter. Uh, life circumstances, sometimes people just have, uh, for lack of a better term, an act of God happen, and the pet ends up in the shelter. Uh, sometimes it's health reasons. Sometimes it's behavioral reasons. There are many different paths to the shelter. But what I really admire with shelter and, and rescue workers is that no matter the dog or no matter the dog, for one second. All right, we have a look at you. You are living the life. You are living your motto. You, I hear a dog in the background. I'm loving it. Yes, that was my dog, Andromeda, who's a dachshund and is very bossy <laughs> and likes to tell all the other dogs what to do. So sorry about that. All right. Um, Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yes, shelters and, and rescue workers I admire because they're very dedicated. And in case you're just tuning in, you're listening to our annual Christmas wish list edition of Sunday Morning Magazine. Members of my family, my mom, my wife, and my two sons, and myself, we have put items on our Christmas wish list. And you have a chance to win each and every item that we feature this morning. All you have to do is go to our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook, and look for the Enter to Win icon for your chance to win on the phone with me now is Lisa. Lisa is with Bark for Good. We're also going to bring in Emily Gear. Emily is the founder of Louis Legacy. We're also joined by Justy Smircina. She's also with Louis Legacy. Now, Emily, you are the founder, as I mentioned, you are the founder of Louis Legacy. Tell us about the organization and why you founded Louis Legacy. So we're an animal rescue, and we're slightly differentiated from a shelter shelter because all of our pets are sheltered in homes. The homes have volunteers, so that changes it a little bit, but all of our pets come from shelters, if that makes sense. What we do is we will uh, work with local animal shelters and some, you know, within a radius of, say, 200 miles or so or, or more in some cases to find animals that have – that need help 
that maybe are not necessarily getting adopted at the shelter and that we think we can take into our homes, do uh, medical care for them, especially those that are maybe senior and are not going to get medical care at the shelter or special needs. We've had plenty of dogs, you know, in wheelchairs or needing long-term treatment. Um, so we'll take medical medical need dogs and cats and also animals who are, you know, healthy, ready to go to get adopted. So they come back with us. They go into our volunteer foster homes. And then from there, it's basically operates kind of like a shelter. They get um, – their vetting, and then they get ready for ado- – they get evaluated behaviorally, then they get a- ready for adoption, and then we put them up for adoption, and we work just like um, a shelter from there. Being a rescue, though, um, there's no obviously no euthanasia. So every pet that we take in, with the exception of those who are just you know ill and dying or something like that, gets a home. Um, and they um, – they find a home usually through our adoption events or through online um, outlets like uh, like um, Pet Finder, Adopt a Pet, things mm-hmm. like that. So um, so that's how that's how we operate. Um, I got started just by seeing ten years ago the huge number of animals that were dying in shelters, and um, to date, it's actually gotten better since several years ago where it was 2.6 million animals. Now it's about 1.5 million animals per year that they suspect are being euthanized. Um, that's both dogs and cats. So the work that we do, the work that many, many other rescues do, the work that no-kill shelters do, and even the work that our county shelters and um, local city shelters are doing are making a huge difference in getting these animals adopted. Okay. And so, Justy, tell us why it's so important for our listeners, you know, they're thinking about a pet. Why is it so important to adopt, to rescue one of these animals, these dogs, these cats? So I think it's especially important because a lot of shelters and a lot of rescues take the time to spay and neuter. So we're helping by adopting an animal, you're giving that animal a home, you're making room in that rescue or in that shelter for another animal to come off the streets. Um, And then you're helping with the population problem because nine times out of 10, you're getting, you know, an animal that's been altered. So they're not able to add to that population problem. Um, So you're not only helping your animal, you're helping multiple animals and the community. So, Lisa, let's bring you back into the conversation here. Now, my dog, Milo, he's a shelter dog. He's a rescue dog. And I've heard many people say that shelter dogs, they make the best pets. I want to get your insights on that. Well, I mean, both of my dogs are rescues, so I clearly have a personal preference for um, getting dogs from a shelter or a rescue. I will say that no matter where you get your dog, it is really important to consider your lifestyle and the type of dog that would fit best into your lifestyle and not necessarily just what the dog looks like. So, for instance, if you are someone that really likes to just uh, sit on the couch and binge Netflix, maybe don't get a husky. (laughs) So true. Huskies are very active dogs, and they need a lot of mental stimulation and enrichment and a lot of exercise. Mm -hmm. So if you can't give them the time and training and energy that they need to thrive and really be their best selves, then I think that maybe it's probably not the best home for them. Um, and you should consider a dog that maybe has is a little bit more relaxed and wants to chill. Like senior dogs are great for that. You should get a senior dog. All right, good. All right. So let's go back to these bark boxes. Now, you, you touched on this, but I want to talk more about them. Exactly. So what will we find in these boxes? So you get a six-month subscription. Is that what you said? 
And what again? What comes in these boxes? Because I need, I might have to get one of these for Milo, right? All right. So tell me about it. So you can sign up for a six month subscription or a twelve month subscription. Uh, we have two types of boxes. Uh, one of our boxes are uh, one that people know the most is our classic bark box. Um, in the classic bark box, it are two toys, two treats, and one chew, and they're always different. And there's usually a theme. Um, we design all the collateral and toys in house, um, and our design team they come from all sorts of different places. They're super creative, like Lego and Nickelodeon, Fisher Price. Uh, the other box that we have that is a little more recent is our Super Chewer box, and that box uh, is really for dogs that need a lot more mental enrichment and stimulation, and really like to chew or or what is considered a heavy chewer. And so that box. Uh, has also two toys, two treats, and but it also has two chews in each box. Um, they're both really great products. Uh, I love them both. The classic is really really fun, and all the dog, both the dog and people love to see the new things that come in the box. Um, and then the super chewer box is really really good because one of my dogs is um, a hound, and she needs a lot of mental stimulation, and so the puzzle toys are really good for her. And again, this morning, it's our annual Christmas wish list show. Every year, my family, they join me here in the studio, my mom, my wife, and my two sons, and myself. And we all put something on our Christmas wish list, and you guys have a chance to win each and every item that we feature this morning. All you have to do is go to our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook, and look for the Enter to Win icon. But this year, we decided to pay it forward a bit. We have Lisa from Bark for Good on the line. We're also joined in the studio by Emily Gear and Justy Smircina. They're both with Louie's Legacy Animal Rescue. And Lisa, you have a special surprise for our friends at Louie's Legacy here in the studio. Sure. So uh, we want to donate a bark box to every dog uh, in Louie's Legacy's care. For the holidays, so all of them get a little extra special something for Christmas. Ta-da! Wow, that's, that's so awesome. Thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, of course. We're happy to help, and we always appreciate people who are really working to help dogs in need. And so we're super excited to give uh, back to you guys. Very cool. Thank you so much. Yeah, they will love that. So if you see here, you guys can open it up and let our yeah. listeners know exactly what you got. Oh, my gosh. Cool. It's a Oh, and it squeaks too. A squeaky that's toy. Awesome. That's pretty awesome. Look at that. <laughs> yep, we've got some. Uh, what are these? Squeaky tennis balls. Yeah, squeaky tennis balls. These are like gold to my dog. <laughs> <laughs> he loves those. And then we have some awesome treats that are always. I know because I buy bark box for my dogs. Okay, <laughs> they're always amazing. They're right. always good for them. All right, good. So she knows the product, Lisa. That's awesome, right? I know. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Thank you so much, yes, Lisa. Thank you. So just to make this clear, Lisa, they have about 200 dogs in their rescue program. And you guys are going to donate 200 of these bark boxes. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, wow. That Look at incredible. that. Incredible. That's amazing. Thank you so much. And this is our annual Christmas wish list show. And you're offering one of our lucky listeners a special giveaway as well. You're just spreading the love to everybody, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Yeah, we just want to make all the dogs and their people happy. So we're giving away a six-month subscription to BarkBox to uh, one of your listeners. So you can enjoy all the fun things.
All right. Thank you so much, Lisa, for your generosity. If you would like to win that Bark Box for your dog, all you have to do is go to our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear, and look for the Enter to Win icon. Thank you so much, Lisa. If our listeners would like to find out more about Bark or Bark for a Cause, how can they find out more, Lisa? So you can always check us out on social media, Bark Box or Bark um, on Instagram or Facebook. You can go to our uh, website, uh, bark.co. You can also, um, just like a thing that I always like to talk about is if you do decide to subscribe to Bark Box for the holidays, we have a code called Bark Gives. It's good on any subscription plan. It gives you a $15 first month box. And for every redemption, we also kick back um, $10 to dogs in need. And so we basically use those donations to um, volunteer organizations, to send donation relief to shelters and rescues after natural disasters, support behavior programs, et cetera, et cetera. And likewise, if our listeners would like to find out more about Louie's legacy, how can they find out more, Emily? The easiest way is probably to go to our website, which is louieslegacy.org. That's L-O-U-I-E-S, legacy.org. And then you can find us on all of our social media there and see all of our adoptable pets on our websites. All right. Well, thank you so much, ladies. I really enjoyed talking to you. And Lisa, thank you once again. Thank you for your generosity with Louie's Legacy. We're happy to help. Thank you, ladies. Thank Thank you. you, And thank you, Lisa. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music, and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home-trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.